Hello and welcome to True Crime People and Places, the podcast where we explore the world of true crime from an academic and personal perspective. I'm Linda Sage, a criminal psychologist with over four decades of experience working with some of the most dangerous individuals in the world. This is a fairly new podcast and we are developing the systems and growing our audience. So we appreciate your support and feedback. This podcast may contain discussions of violence, murder, sexual assault and other topics related to true crime. Listener discretion is advised. If you are sensitive to these topics, please be aware that this podcast may be triggering you. If at any time you feel overwhelmed or distressed, please take a break and seek support from a mental health professional or support organisation. Hi, and a very warm welcome to True Crime People and Places. And I'm Linda Sage. If we haven't had the pleasure to meet before, I have spent most of my adult life in and out of the the UK's most notorious uh, prisons. My background is criminal psychology. And uh, so I've shared most of my life with serial killers, sex offenders, psychopaths, and murderers. So we're opening up just to talk a little bit about uh, various people. And today we're going to be hitting on Joanna Dennehy. Now she is uh, dubbed as the most violent female serial killer in the UK. She's quite young compared to some of the others, uh, but uh, she has quite a notorious history. The place that she lived was Peterborough. And if you're not from the UK, or you're not sure where Peterborough is, it's about an hour by train north of London. And uh, she was living there. It's dominated by a beautiful cathedral, which took 112 years to complete. And it did hold the original tomb of Mary Queen of Scots before she was moved. But not lying very far away from her was Queen Catherine of Aragon, who was the first wife of Henry VIII, who when divorced her, he created the break from Rome and created the new Church of England that we still have until today. The area is very scenic and peaceful and the, the, the cathedral towers over a country-fied city, which is also home to Britain's most violent female killer, Joanna Christine Denhay. She brutally murdered three men in 2013 in Peterborough and stabbed horrifically two men in Hereford who miraculously survived their attacks. Joanna Denahay, uh, unlike many, came from a loving and supportive home in St Albans, Herefordshire. In August 1982, she was born and reported to be a lively and willful child and teenager. She did get into trouble at school, uh, like many, drinking alcohol and smoking, but with friends before she left home at the age of 16. And she actually ran off with her boyfriend, who was 21 year old, John Trainer, and they did stay together. They actually had a family together. So, Joanna, if uh, you've heard about uh, Myra Hinley and Rose West before her, had many sexual fetishes and was often involved with sadomasochism as part of her sexual life. Alcohol and drugs also increased, heightening her already volatile mood swings. At 17, Joanne became a mother. 
but she's not very happy about. It was the start of her decline into more drinking and more drugs. There's violence and casual sex with both men and women. An affair with a neighbour triggered a split in her relationship with John. And for 18 months, she was totally intoxicated. She was in and out of psychiatric facilities and also self-harming. Joanna made uh, contact once again with John and against his better judgment, he actually took her back. They set up home in 2003 in Wisbeach, Cambridgeshire. Dena Hay retained reigned back from her boozing for about three years. Uh, later, they had a second daughter. The new arrival sent her back to the bottle and disappeared for weeks on end. Joanna had dreamt of a, as a young girl to become a lawyer, but was now ravaged by drink and drugs. Her body scarred from dozens of self-inflicted knife wounds. She was aggressive and violent to many people around her. John fled with his daughters as he knew she was dangerous to herself and to others. Joanna's victims, the first part one, was three that she actually murdered. Kevin Lee was Joanna's landlord and her lover. He was also a property developer. Kevin came to meet Joanna and got him, she got him dressed in a black sequin dress before she stabbed him on the 29th of March. She dumped his half-naked body in a ditch in the local countryside near Newborough. His corpse was discovered the next day. John Chapman shared the house with Joanna. He was older and was stabbed to death on the same day as Kevin Lee. John's body was found with her first victim's corpse, Lucas, who was a Polish international, but Joanna had met socially drinking and taking drugs. The death of Lucas was somewhere between the 19th and the 29th of March 2013. There is evidence to show that he was left outside in a dustbin before being disposed of with John. They were both found with multiple stab wounds on the 3rd of April near Thorny. So part two to her escapades was after the killings in Peterborough, Joanna was driven by her friend Gary Stretch, also known as Gary Richards, to Hereford, where he was actually from. And she violently uh, stabbed two men. They were just chosen randomly and they were walking dogs. She actually stole the second dog, but these victims miraculously survived around 40 stab wounds to to each of them so uh, amazing surgery went on there joanna never specifically said there was any motives for targeting the men she did or the motives for her killing she went on a killing spree having told people that she did not wish to kill women and especially not a woman with children joanna admitted that she had wanted to kill nine men in total like Bonnie and Clyde. Joanna to this date has never shed any light on why she chose to become a violent serial killer. She said she, uh, that she stabbed man, men for the purpose of entertainment. She's also told Gary Stretch that she wants to have some fun. So she needed him to provide the fun. So he was the one that looked for and found the victims in Hereford for her. In a documented interview with a psychiatrist, she said she had found murder to be Moorish and that after the first killing, had a taste for it. 
Joanna, unlike Myra and Rose, were most definitely the master killer and without a doubt manipulated Gary Stretch and others, especially men, to do her bidding. Joanna and Gary were arrested while trying to sell some stolen property in Hereford just 20 minutes after the, the two stabbing attacks. There had been a circular put out from them both and the car from the Cambridge Police in connection with the murders in Peterborough. It is reported that Joanna kept an outwardly composed, controlled, even matter-of-fact demeanour for much of the time from arrested and offered no resistance. CCTV footage of her in the, in the police station show her body language as verbally flirting with arresting officers and the custody officer. Throughout her police interviews, she was calm and cooperative, but offered only a no comment reply to all of the questions. Joanna was arrested and in November 2013, surprisingly pleaded guilty to all three murders and two further attempted murders. Her legal team were unaware of her intention to plead guilty. Joanna was held on remand at HM Prison Bronzefield, where the psychiatrist later diagnosed her with psychopathic, antisocial and borderline personality disorders. On the 28th of February 2014, at the Old Bailey, Joanna was sentenced to life imprisonment. The trial judge, Mr Justice Spencer, uh, ordered that she should never be released due to the premeditation of each murder, said that further she was sadomasochistic and lacked the normal range of human emotions. While Joanna was on remand before the trial, an escape plot was found by prison officers in her diary. It involved killing or seriously injuring a, a prison officer, cutting off one of the officer's fingers and using the amputated finger as a tool for the biometric system in the prison. Because of this plot, Joanna was placed on solitary confinement in September 2013 before the court proceedings till September 2015 after the proceedings. In 2018, Joanna received permission to marry her cellmate, Hayley Palmer, to the dismay of Palmer's family. In 2018, both Joanna and Hayley tried to kill themselves during a suicide pact. In June 2020, she was reported to be in a relationship with another prisoner, Emma Atkin, a 25-year-old serving 12-year sentence for her part in the murder of a man whose body was dumped outside a social club. Emma was moved to East Sutton Park in Kent and Joanna to Lone Newton Prison in County Durham. On her arrival, she threatened to kill Rosemary West. The threat was taken seriously by HM Prison authorities and Rose was moved out to Newhall Prison in Yorkshire for her own safety. In May 2021, it was again reported that Joanna and Hayley, have been, who has been released from prison after a, for a 16-year sentence, again intend to marry. But Joanna is only the third woman in UK criminal history to be given a whole life tariff. Myra Hindley and Rosemary West precede her. No matter what, she will be spending the rest of her life behind bars. And I think that's something that the male population, particularly here in the UK, can be very grateful for. So we've been talking about Joanna Denhay today. We have lots of others on the list, but if you are interested in anybody particular or you'd like a topic that, um, 
looked into then please leave us a message send us a, a or a message and uh, we will be looking into that if not please join us again soon until the next time bye for now thank you for listening to true crime people and places if you've enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave a review and if you have any suggestions for future topics please let us know see you next time